It was as if his deliberately cultivated memory of the wharf at Suva had been made articulate. The sketch was very simply done, but to Alain it was profoundly satisfying, an expression of an emotion rather than a record of a visual impression. The painter, an unlit cigarette between her lips, stared dispassionately at her work. She rummaged in her trouser pockets, found nothing, and ran her fingers through her hair. Blast! she repeated. Match, said Alain. She started. How long have you been there? She demanded ungraciously. Only just come. I, I haven't been spying. May I give you a match? Oh, thanks. Chuck out the box, would you? She lit her cigarette, eyeing him over the top of her long, thin hands, and then turned to look again at her work. It's exceedingly good, isn't it? said Alain. She hunched up one shoulder, muttered something, and crawled back to her work. She picked up her palette and began mixing a streak of colour with her knife. "'You're not going to do anything more to it,' said Alain involuntarily. She stared at him. "'Why not?' "'Because it's perfect. You'll hurt it. I, I say, please forgive me. <laughs> Frightful impertinence. I do apologise. Oh, don't be ridiculous,' she said impatiently, and screwed up her eyes to peer at the canvas. I merely thought, began Alain. I had an idea, said the painter, that if I worked up here on this hideously uncomfortable perch, I might possibly have the place to myself for a bit. You shall, said Alain, and bowed to her profile. He tried to remember if he had ever been quite so pointedly snubbed by a total stranger. An apologetic exit seemed to be clearly indicated. He walked to the top of the companionway and then paused. But if you do anything more, you'll be a criminal. The thing's perfect, even I can see that, and I don't know anything about it, but I do know what I like, quoted the lady savagely. I was not about to produce that particular bromide, said Alain mildly. For the first time since he had spoken to her, she gave him her full attention. A rather charming grin lifted the corners of her mouth. All right, she said. I'm being objectionable. My turn to apologise. I thought at first you were one of the don't-put-me-in-it sort of onlookers. <laughs> Heaven forbid. I wasn't going to do too much. It's just that figure in the foreground. There should be a repetition of the bluish-grey there, but I can't remember. But there was, exclaimed Alain, the reflection off the water up the inside of the thighs. Don't you remember? Golly, you're right, she said. Here, wait a bit. She picked up a thin brush, broke it through the colour, held it poised for a second, and then laid a delicate touch on the canvas. That? Yes, cried Alain excitedly. That's done it. All right, all right. I didn't realise you were a painting bloke. I'm not. It's simply insufferable cheek. She began to pack up her box. Well, I must say you're very observant for a layman. Good memory. Not really, said Alain. It's synthetic. You mean you've trained your eye? I've had to try to do so, certainly, part of my job. Let me take your box for you. Oh, thank you. Mind the lid, it's a bit painty. Will you take the sketch? Do you want a hand down? offered Alain. I can manage, thank you, she said gruffly, and clambered down to the deck. Alain had propped the canvas against the rail and now stood looking at it. She joined him, eyeing it with the disinterested stare of the painter. Why? murmured Alain suddenly. Why, you must be Agatha Troy. That's me. Good Lord, what a self-sufficient fathead I've been. Why, said Agatha Troy. 
You're all right. Very useful. Thank you, said Alain humbly. I saw your one-man show a year ago in London. I should have guessed at once. Isn't there a sort of relationship between this painting and the... in the stadium? Yes, she moved her eyebrows quickly. That's quite true. The arrangement's much the same, radiating lines in a spotted pattern. Same feeling. Well, I'd better go down and unpack. She slung her box over her shoulder and picked up the sketch. Can I... Alain said diffidently. No, thanks. She stood for a moment, staring back towards Fiji. Her hands gripped the shoulder straps of her paint box. The light breeze whipped back her short, dark hair, revealing the contour of the skull and the delicate bones of the face. The temples were slightly hollow, the cheekbones showed, the dark blue eyes were deep-set under the thin ridge of the brows. The sun caught the olive skin with its smudge of green paint and gave it warmth.